the weather outside is frightful, but the live stream is so delightful. If you want to feel the vibes, watch it live, watch it live, watch it live at twitch.com slash daydreamer media. Let's go with the pod. Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. That was Keone off the top of the show. And Ryan is here with us. That had to be our best intro yet. No, fuck hey. you. Fuck you. <laughs> our best one. There's been some great ones over the years. Well, That's best top five. <laughs> okay, it was for sure top five. The best one is me and you going back and forth. Yeah, no yeah, rehearsal. yeah, that's true. Come on. That's, that's hardcore. That one was pretty good. But I did like this one. No, yeah, it was great. That was really now good. I got to find a different holiday song to sing. <laughs> I heard DMX has a whole album you could pick from. Where the pod, where the pod, where the pod at? <laughs> Thursday night game this week, Seattle at Dallas. So if you got any of those players going, uh, your CD Lambs, your DK Metcalfs, uh, Go ahead and get those guys in the starting spots. Get them out of your flex. Um, yeah, so that way you have uh, more maneuverability later on in the week. Uh, bye weeks this week. Buffalo, Chicago, Las Vegas Raiders, Minnesota Vikings, New York Giants, and the Baltimore Ravens. So that's a, that's a lot of teams. It is, it is indeed. It feels like a lot this late in the season. But. Right? Like, I think it's the most out of any week. No, uh, we've had six multiple times. Have we? Or at least at least one other time. Uh, okay. I believe you. Yeah, me too. What was it? Was uh, it the Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins week? That was six teams, right? It was Rams in there. I want to say that was Browns. like five, but could be six. Sure. <laughs> Let's get into some news. Uh, uh, Saints wide receiver Rashid Shahid is unlikely to play this week dealing with the quad injuries. So if you want to flex him, don't. Uh, Saints wide receiver Chris Olave, he remains in concussion protocol. Uh, So fingers crossed that he plays. Um, Yes. It's going to be a stretch, I think. Seahawks running back. Kenneth Walker is doubtful this week. He's got the oblique injury. Don't count on him playing against uh, Dallas tonight. Colts running back. Jonathan Taylor suffered a thumb injury, required surgery. He's expected to miss two to three weeks, so hopefully you saw that news and you went and picked up Zach Moss. Um, Hmm. You can start Zach Moss right away, right? Yeah. Right back to where he was. Pretty much back into the top 15 RB, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. I think I agree with that top 15 guy. Start him up right away. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard is expected to play this week, though he did not practice on Wednesday. He's still dealing with that forearm injury. But good news that they they expect him to be back. Thank goodness. Because that's, I mean, I don't know how much he will do, like, but still, it's better better than nothing. Do you trust him to play him this week? No, I wouldn't play him. 
against the Forty Nine. Yeah, Niners, that's a tough. I know. That's a tough if, matchup. If you Last don't have to play him, came, don't. Sorry. Last year when he came back from injury, he was a little bit of a slow starter, and you saw you still saw Hertz rely on Smith and Brown more. I think that happens again, and that's where the weakness. This is our the 49ers defense anyways is the corners. So I expect the wide receivers to be used heavy in this game. Dallas Goddard will help the team more than he helps your fantasy team. This has been inside the Eagles with Ryan Williams. <laughs> inside uh, the Eagles Jen- nest. Wait, no, not that. <laughs> That's running back. Breeze Hall showed up on the injury report on Wednesday dealing with an ankle injury. So it's just something to keep an eye on there. Ian's uh, so mad you brought up the nest. He wants to talk about it so bad. I can feel Ian wanting to come on this podcast just to bring up the nest. I'm shaking right now. Uh, I get to freaking feel <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen is dealing with a quad injury still. Uh, Cardinals injury report listed wide receiver Marquise Brown and Michael Wilson both as non-part participants Marquise Brown dealing with the heel injury Michael Wilson dealing with a shoulder injury and then Cardinals tight end Trey McBride also did not participate in Wednesday's practice dealing with a groin injury so a lot of guys there Patriots running back Ezekiel Elliott is dealing with a thigh injury uh, limited in Wednesday's practice more room for Ramondre yep more room for Ramondre uh, Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup uh, still uh, limited on Wednesday with his ankle injury. Uh, hmm. So I think yeah, you're going to play him if he plays. So. And our last little bit of news, the Jets have opened up the 21-day practice window for quarterback Aaron Rodgers. <gasps> this it's is... Miracle nuts. walking. Um. I don't think it's going to end well, but... No. Yeah, there's that. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's get into some start-sit questions. Gentlemen, start your engine! Also, week, uh, according to producer Ian, week seven also had six buys. So, there you go. So, tied for the most. Yep, there you go. All right, I start the questions. I'm going to give you guys a couple plays and t- you tell me which one you would start and which one you would sit. First up, Zach Moss at Tennessee or Derrick Henry versus Indianapolis playing each other this week. Which running back are you going with? Start both. They're both too good not to start them. I'm sorry. Yes. I don't know how you have this many options. Lucky you, you dirty bastards. But uh, so you guys aren't bastards. That's sorry. I was <laughs> way too much. But you are lucky. I, you had to start both. And I've already clinched playoffs me- this week. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Like, I would go Henry over Moss, but I would start both. Absolutely. I'm going Henry too. Henry first yeah. and then Moss. But um, yeah, you can definitely count on Moss uh, to start him. Yeah, uh, both of them. I have both of them as top 10 performers this week. But do you, do you feel the chill in the air? That's the sound of the bejeweled and leaden crown being hoisted upon the head of Derek Henry. It is winter, and King Henry is coming. He is coming off his first two-score game of the year, which seems wild, but, you know, it's, it's tis the season. And he faces the Indianapolis Colts, a team that he holds domain over for the past few years. Since entering the league, Derrick Henry has rushed for an average of 88.7 yards per game, 
17.7 attempts per game and five yards per carry against the Colts. That's his entire career, even his including like a year, like his rookie year, which he didn't do that great. Um, I think he had like 700 yard games against them. Like this is a team you want him to face against. Like it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of games that he has like over a hundred yards. Yeah. Um, That's great. And Moss. Yeah. Like he's start him as well, but it's, he is a mere knight compared to the king of Derrick Henry. All right. All on the same page there. Next question. DK Metcalf at Dallas, Deontay Johnson versus Arizona or Josh Downs at Tennessee. Um, I definitely don't think Josh Downs. Just cause... I think I think you start two was the question. Oh, way. okay. So fair enough. Then then DK Metcalf and Deontay Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can start those two. They're uh both... I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, DK has a the tough matchup against Dallas, but you know, he is a, he's going to be starting and he's getting the majority of the targets. Um, he's a deep threat. He's a big dude, the Dick King, like the, he's, you know, he's a big guy. He's, he's going to get targets. He's going to get, you know, receptions. And then Deontay Johnson, um, it's a great matchup versus Arizona. Um, and he, I, I know big Pat came back last week, but I, you know, if you're going to start two of these guys, it's definitely the guys who are going to get more targets and for sure more receptions because even though Josh Downs like was looked like he was targeted a, like quite a bit in week 12 it, it, there was they didn't mesh there was a lot of drops or misses and so i'm going to go for the guys that are going to catch the ball more me too i mean dk you might be worried playing dallas um i wouldn't be they're going to probably be down and so we, there's going to be lots of targets to go around um i'm starting dk Deontay and Josh Downs, a lot closer to me. Um, I do think that I lean Deontay Johnson. The matchup is amazing. I mean, Josh Downs uh, against Tennessee, that's a pretty good matchup as well. So I have no problem starting him. Uh, I just think that Johnson's probably going to get peppered with targets and, and have a pretty good day. So, yeah, I agree. Last one. Rasheed Rice at Green Bay or Adam Thielen at Tampa Bay? This is close. I think they're both kind of mid to low re- low end wide receiver twos. Um, I'm going to give the slight edge to Adam Thielen. Again, I'm not putting him as high as I did last in week 12. Um, you know, that didn't work out. Um, but Green Bay looked good against the lions. So their defense seems like it can be stingy, especially versus a team that has struggled at times to score. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm counteract or going against this in a later segment, but yeah, I have Adam Thielen ahead of Rasheed Rice. Both. I think you can start and play. Um, and the Panthers are in a little bit of limbo chaos, but they face Tampa Bay. He's given up the second most yards through the air. Um, I think he bounces back from a bad week and gets a good amount of work that just slightly pushes him ahead of Rasheed Rice. But again, start both. I'm going to go Thielen here. Even though I like Rice, uh, I think Rice has potential. Green Bay's strength is also in the back seven. I think there's a better chance Pacheco goes off than anyone else on the Chiefs. Well, sorry, that's not true. Kelsey goes off every week. But uh, I'm going to go Thielen here. Fire your coach. You get the new bump. Let's see what's up. Um, I'm going to go Rasheed Rice. Uh, 
this team, the the Panthers, they got a lot of rebuilding to do. Uh, a new coach, new everything, pretty much. Adam Thielen was riding high on targets and receptions, uh, essentially. Has only scored four touchdowns all season, and they came in the first six games. Um, but this last week, Adam Thielen only had three targets. You don't see that kind of drop-off unless the team is trying to design plays for other players people other than adam thielen and so they're not designing those those you know 11 target games for adam thielen anymore and if he's not getting those i don't feel 100 percent comfortable starting him now it is against tampa bay so this could be a division this is a division game that could end up being pretty good um so i don't know if you can bench him yet but I think he's definitely on the hot seat of I don't want to play Adam Thielen that much going forward. And so I'm going to take Rasheed Rice. Sunday night game against Green Bay. I think he's got a good shot at a touchdown. Yeah, Give me Rasheed Rice over Adam Thielen this week. Hmm. JJ's got a behind-the-scenes look, apparently. The Panthers doing p- designing plays for Jonathan Mingo? What? <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for our start sit questions. Now let's move on to our fantasy fights. All right. Uh, <laughs> fantasy fight number one <laughs> is going to be Yoni versus Ryan fighting about Jalen Waddle. Round one fight. <clears throat> Jalen Waddle is playing the Washington Commanders. That's all I need to tell you to start this argument. They are going to destroy the Commanders. Commanders are a horrible defense against the pass. They give up huge numbers to every receiver. Uh, they give up deep balls to every receiver. We see multiple receivers go off. Jalen Wallen had a huge game last week. He continues it down the stretch. There is a two-week period where I think Jalen Wallen, Tyreek Hill, and Tua still have game-changing fantasy weeks. It is next two weeks versus Washington, and I think they play <laughs> Philibus, 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 silence. Redo. They play a team. They play a team that is in the NFL. I can tell you that. Um, and it is a team that is called the Tennessee Titans. The Titans. I knew it. Damn it. <laughs> I knew it was the Titans. We were just talking about them. Uh, that's it. It really is that simple. Waddle's been underused this whole season. I understand that, but these matchups are just too good. He has top 10 potential. We've seen multiple, again, multiple receivers go off against Washington. They are not a good defense. They are a, a team that is fighting for their lives because they have no pass rush since they traded both their best Ed rushers. So I'm sorry. Jalen Waddle's eating this week. I would absolutely love that for be, for that to be the case. Um, and, you know, yeah, we did see that with him against the uh, the Jets. Um, but and yeah, both Jets and Washington are, are terrible. Um, but I think he goes back to having a wide receiver two type game. You know, he's and even like when he gets a good amount of targets and a good amount of yards, which I think he will do in this game, even though I think Tyreek Hill is the wide receiver one this week, like overall. Um, I just he has been a wide receiver two or worse in all but one game this year. Like, and so even when he has good games, they're like 
other people are ahead of him. And I, he's, I mean, been a borderline like wide receiver 13, I think one. So like there's two games where he's like been wide receiver one level. Other than that, even his games, when he's has a lot of targets, he's getting between 10 and 20 fantasy points. He's only had one game over 20 fantasy points. And so I think what affects him is that because they're so good and yes, they are fantastic, you know, in the passing game, but they're also really good on the ground, which takes away from that passing game and that passing down work. And I mean, like um, Raheem Mostert has a chance to get, you know, multiple touchdowns, which he's done multiple times this year. And they'll probably will be ahead super early. So they won't need to pass as much. Plus their defense has gotten even better than it was with the return of Jalen Ramsey. So I think they can have a chance to score as well. Like, and all of that takes away from the amount of possibilities for um, Jalen Waddle. And so like, I would love to see him do well, but I think he will still perform well enough as a wide receiver too. Dang. I'm right in the middle of you two with Waddle, but I think I lean more Keon Keone's way. No, you lean the wrong way. It's okay. Happens to the best of us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it seems to go more that he's a wide receiver two, closer to a back-end wide receiver two than a wide receiver one. So uh, I'll go with uh, Keone on this one. All right, our next fantasy fight, me versus Keone. We're going to fight about Jalen Warren. Final round. Fight. Okay. So Jalen Warren, he's got a lot of touches. And I think he had 16 this past week, including work through the air. So I really, that's really good for a, you know, running back. And it's, you know, he could get more work through the air, but still, um, you know, in this, in week 12, he didn't really get as many yards as you would have hoped and didn't really score. Um, that was more Najee Harris, but Najee Harris doesn't really get passing down work. So that's plus for Jalen Warren, but they also face Arizona, um, which, you know, just gave up a ton of yards to um, the, was it the Rams? And like, they're just a bad defense against the run. They've given up the third most yards to the running back and allowed the fourth most touchdowns per game to the position. Now, the Steelers offense isn't super, super great, but they've taken a step in the right direction. They're, they're, in the, they're going the right way um, in a blame post-Canada Canada. era. Yeah, yeah. Blame <laughs> yes, blame Canada. Absolutely. Um, I think this offense, though, still relies heavily on its ground game. Um, and I know Harris can, you know, perform just as well, but I, I think that passing down work separates him from Harris a little bit. And with the defense that they're facing, I think he can be a top, uh, an RB one, top ten running back this week. I don't disagree with you completely. I just think that it's going to be another Najee Harris week this week, not a Jalen Warren week. Hmm. Um, Najee Harris, yeah, you're right. If if you're in a full PPR league, I think that these two players become a lot closer because you're right. Jalen Warren is the only passing down back. Najee Harris is getting no work there. 
um, or relatively none. Two two receptions. I mean, two targets in the last two weeks. Uh, it's nothing. But he's also scored three touchdowns in the last four weeks. Um, and last week he hit 99 yards. Uh, post Matt Canada, I think that this is going to be a run first team. I mean, pre Matt Canada was run first, but um, they're going to really rely on Najee and Warren. And I think that Canada had a little bit of uh, revenge for uh, Najee. I think someone probably made him made them draft him, um, and he didn't really want him. Uh, didn't really use him in the right ways, in my opinion. I think that now that he's gone, uh, we're going to get a little bit more Najee, Najee Harris work. And so while I do think you can still probably start Jalen Warren, if I have both of them on my team, like drafted Najee early and then got Jalen Warren as a backup, I'm starting Najee this week over over Warren. I agree with JJ. Yeah, that's Come on, Joni. You're busting mm. trends here. You're supposed to be all a Najee Harris fan. That's oh, your guy. He yes, come on. <laughs> Warren does get a lot of passing work. I just think Najee Harris looks probably the best he's looked all season. So it's kind of like, to me, it, it's easy for both of them to have a 50-50 split. Mm. So who scores a touchdown? Yeah. I don't know. That's really what it does come down to is who scores a touchdown because it is all, uh, almost exactly a 50-50 split. Yep. All right. Let's move on to some trade talks. So I don't know about you, listener, the fellow daydreamer, but our trade deadline is this week. In our uh, big, um, not for not for any prizes, government, we swear. <laughs> In our big league, um, our uh, our trade deadline is this week, so we're gonna go over uh, maybe to help us, but hopefully to help you too. Some people will be trading for, and some people will be trading away. So first up, someone we are trading for. I'm gonna start off with DJ Moore. Uh, it's simple with him, with Justin Fields on the field. He is way better um, with Beijing number nine, a great nickname. DJ Moore struggled 58, 44, 55, 54, and 51. So those are the games that Justin Fields didn't finish. Sorry, actually, uh, Carolina was actually 58. So it was a four-game stretch where he could barely go over 50 yards, right? It was, it was horrible. It was horrible, right? First two weeks back. Justin Fields gives him nine targets. He has several receptions, and then he gets 96 yards. Second game back with Justin Fields, DJ Moore, 11 receptions, 13 targets, 114 yards. It adds to the trend that DJ Moore was getting off with Justin Fields, that he could not do a Beijing number nine. I think because the Bears' offense has struggled so much and they're on a bye, this is the perfect time to trade for them, for trade for DJ Moore before the playoffs start. The matchups aren't that bad. I mean, they're they could definitely be in every game, and that's great for DJ Moore. You don't want blowouts. You don't want you know sloppy Justin Fields games. You want good games. So you got the Lions versus Bears. That's a rivalry game. DJ Moore can be involved in that game. Cardinals versus Bears. Another game he could be involved in. And Falcons versus Bears. Another game he will be involved in. The only game I'm scared is Bears versus Browns, where that game can be really sloppy because the Browns defense is so good. But again, three out of last next four weeks, great matchups. I'm trading for DJ Moore right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for Austin Eckler. Uh, might be a little bit harder to get him, but um, coming off of two pretty 
poor games where he finished outside the top 30 running backs, didn't score 10 fantasy points in either game. Um, go try to see if you can get Austin Eckler. Uh, his his matchups coming up are pretty good. Uh, they play at New England, but then they play Denver, Las Vegas, Buffalo, and then at Denver. Um, these, these are easy matchups for him to go off against, good matchups against the running back position. Um, I I just think that if you can go get him, it's, it's going to be worth it. Hmm. He's still getting he's still getting lots of targets, and it's just not turning into touchdowns really. And Keenan Allen dealing with the injury, we know Quentin Johnson's not it, and uh, so I think that um, one Gerald Everett is going to get some work. So if you need a streaming option, you know it's late in the week, but if mm-hmm. you're really hurting Gerald Everett, not too bad. And um, Austin Eckler, man, this guy is going to going to break out and win some fantasy championships for some people. Uh, another guy that I think is he's coming off his actually his best game and will, I think, continue to do so um, with a great end of season run. It's Rasheed Rice. Um, it's probably going to be hard to get him, you know, after this game. And if they're a smart, you know, fantasy manager, but you know what? It's worth a shot. Um he is going to be looked at moving forward by the offense, by um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, just he's going to be part of the schemes and his matchups for the rest of the season are pretty solid to great. So in week 12, best season or best game of the season, 10 targets over hundred yards plus a score. And his next five matchups are the Packers, the bills, the Patriots, the Raiders, and then the Bengals. All of those are teams that he can be productive against especially since he had over 30% of the targets in week 12. That is a number that we are very, very, very happy with. And we like to see that. And I think that will either stay the same or get better as the season progresses. Um, Since the chiefs absolutely need a guy who can catch the ball outside of Travis Kelsey and who isn't running on the ground like Pacheco. Um, He is ranked in the top 10 of fantasy points per target, which is wild. Um, so get him now so you can reap the benefits of that correlation because that's huge for moving forward because he's going to get targeted and therefore, you know, fantasy points, A equals B, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so that'll pay dividends if you can get him in the next few weeks and especially for playoffs. All right. Now let's talk about someone we are trading away. Uh, so there you go. CJ Stroud. Oh, Yeah. Okay. So here's my thing. He's been putting in good performances, like really like top 10 wide or quarterback performances. And there is a a lot of hype, you know, and name value, even though he's not his rookie year, but there's a lot of name value and hype around him at this time. Um, If you have been either, you know, streaming him or putting him in when, you know, in a week by week basis, or just playing it by ear between you, you, him and your other quarterback, um, or if he is the number two quarterback on your team, just as a, you know, bi-week fill-in and that you've kept on your team because he's been so good. I think you now is the time to save yourself some hassle moving forward by having to figure out which quarterback you're going to play each week by trading CJ Stroud, um, trading him away for a big piece that you will need down the stretch. He will provide good value for someone who needs a quarterback 
Um, if you already have your QB one, you don't really need him, but you might need a wide receiver or a running back and depth at that, at that position. He can certainly get you wide receiver slash RB two or better, depending on who you're asking. So if you can afford to cut Stroud loose, then I think you should, because it will sure up your team in terms of just the depth while also easing some decisions that you will have to make that could easily be overthought. Yeah, I like it. Um, I I mean, it's, it's tough trading a quarterback that's been playing so well for you, especially if it's like, obviously you streamed him from, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, if if he's your like only quarterback or you're like you've been playing him every week, then maybe don't do this. But I've been between him and Jared Goff. Yeah. That's the thing is that I've picked up both of them off off waivers and stuff. And so I probably I mean, that's the thing is which one do I feel more comfortable with True. versus which one's gonna get me more on the market? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, a risky game we play. Mm-hmm. Uh my player is going to be Chris Olave. Um and I think you can get quite a bit for him. That's mm-hmm. that's the reason. You know, there's was other guys that I was looking at, like a Garrett Wilson. I think you should also trade away, but but I don't know how much you're going to get for Garrett Wilson, or if you can talk the other person into bumping a little bit up for Garrett Wilson. While Chris Olave, I definitely think you can. This is a mm-hmm. you know top twenty four wide receiver almost every single week. Yep. Um, it's He's getting lots of targets. Michael Thomas on IR now. Um, I, it's just rough to have him on your team, and you want him to be a top 12 guy, and he's just really not. And so if you can go get two pieces, if you're hurting at the running back position, go get a running back and uh, rely on other people at the wide receiver position, I would be trading Chris Olave away if, if at all possible. Yeah, I Derek Carr uh, like still that. dealing with the injury too, like yeah, and uh, him having a concussion. His multiple, like this is not his first concussion, so those impact over time as well. So, I mean, not that it will hinder him in the immediate, but still, I, I it's a, I think it's a good one, yeah, because he is injury prone. Yeah, definitely, it's, it's, it's looking like it. All right, that'll do it for our podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want more of the Fantasy Daydreamers, FF Daydreamers on all social media and Twitch, twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media. Come hang out with us Sunday and Wednesdays. Get your questions answered live in the Twitch chat. Like, subscribe, wherever you guys are listening to this podcast right now. Tell your friends and stay dreaming. Please stay dreaming. 